Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to... I like how I say welcome back. I've been practicing this. But no, this is the very first episode, so welcome to Born on the First Podcast. I am your host, Brenna. If you want to call me B or B-Ren, that is totally fine. Or you can just say that one girl that's very awkward and very shy, and we honestly pray for her. Yep, that's me, guys. What's up? Um, I just wanted to um, say, if you're listening to this, and if you're going to be listening to this going forward, I'm going to try my best to really you know, bump up my my voice theatrics, if you will. So if it sounds boring at first, please give me a couple chances and a couple episodes to get used to this. Um, but today, I'm just going to give you a brief overview of, I guess, who I am, if you don't know me already. But most of you listening probably do know me, and you're probably like, what the fuck is she doing? So anyway... My name is Brenna. I am 26 now. I am born on March 1st, hence the name Born on the First Podcast. I am a wife to Spencer. We have been married for almost four years, and we've been together for around um, six, it'll be like six and a half soon, I don't know, six and a quarter, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, we've been together for quite some time. And we have two beautiful daughters. One is three. Her name is Juliana and the other one is Tatum and she is one. So they're awesome. And of course we have our German Shepherd Zeus. I can't forget about that little guy. But anyway, um, I love photography. I am a very creative person, but since I am very shy, um, a lot of the time people don't get to really see my creativity spark and grow and including myself. I talk myself out of things all the time. Creative projects that I think would be fun, um, different business ideas. I'm very good at talking myself out of things. And if you're like me, then you know what? Let's make a club. Let's try and be better about just letting ourselves be and leaving ourselves alone because You know, a lot of the time, I feel like I just put my label on that I'm shy, which it's true, I am. And it is really hard for me to be social, of course. Right now, it's easy because I'm sitting here talking to myself. Um, I'm not seeing all the people that are actually listening to this. But um, I think it's easy when you are shy or you deal with social anxiety to really just label yourself as that and say, that's it, that's a done deal, and not work on being better. Um, I know I do that all the time. But we're on this journey together, people, to be more social. So um, I just really want to try being better at being myself and showing my creative projects and ideas. And I think the reason why I don't is because I'm afraid of not only afraid of rejection, but I'm also afraid of not making um, myself proud or if I'm trying to impress a certain group of people and I don't impress them, then I'm just like, oh. And then also just, you know, I don't have any mean people in my life. I'm surrounded by lots of amazing people. Um, And if people are not mean, I would say, but if people aren't like super excited about some things like I might be, that's honestly just their personality and there's nothing personal to that. But I tend to take everything personal in that sense. Um, If you're a Pisces, you know. 
But, um, yeah, so it's just a bunch of things like that that really, like, dampen me down. And I remember when I started doing um, cheer in high school and even when I started um, working more um, at the cafe, my parents used to own a cafe, if anyone didn't know that. There you go. Little fun fact. Um, I started to be more social because I really had no other choice. And you see your regular customers and stuff. And so, of course, you form a bond with them and it's easier to um, be more social with them and to make conversations with them. I tend to make conversations better with older people um, just because I think that they bring a certain comfort to me. Um, versus younger people or people my age, like people my age, like you try to impress people around your age, not like one up them. You just try to impress them. Like you're trying so hard to be their friend that you're just like, what can I say to be their friend? And then if you say something and it like comes out so awkward that happens to me all the time, you just like it dampens you down even more because you're like, okay, wait, maybe I should really just be quiet. Maybe I should just stay quiet. But the other hard thing about being quiet is people will think you are either a huge bitch or my my favorite to share is that people I had a person call me a serial killer once because I was I was so quiet and I never talked, so they um they thought I might be a serial killer. So that's cool. But no, it's just like like I said, it's just really hard for me to not be shy um, unless I, of course, unless I, um, drinking helps me, of course. But I don't want to, like, you know, so sometimes I just, I don't act drunk sometimes, but sometimes I just, like, get myself really hyped up as if, like, when you have a good buzz. I just try to get myself really hyped up and woohoo, yeah, who cares, and you know, even though I'm completely sober, and that helps sometimes, it really does, but, I mean, you really have to sell yourself, like, you really have to sell it to yourself, if that makes sense, like, you really have to trick yourself, so, but anyway, if you're shy like me, um, you should, um, be my friend, I mean, anyone should be my friend, um, I am a very confident person in the fact that I know that I'm a good person, and, I think sometimes people find that odd or uncomfortable, but I know I'm a good person. Am I sometimes a crappy friend and crappy family member? Yeah, I kind of suck at reaching out sometimes. And sometimes I am not the most thoughtful, but a lot of the time I am. Like I'm thinking these things and I'm thinking about what I should do for you and like I'm praying for you, all these things. And I never express it or I never go and reach out and do that thing for you, which, again, it's because I'm just so shy, I feel awkward, you know? But I feel like, um, like, I just know that I have good intentions with every person that I come in contact with, is what I mean. Um, I feel that I not only am a people pleaser, but I'm a forgiver, definitely. I like to, um forgive people. I like to be there for people. I like to let them know that they're going to be okay, whatever they're going through. I'm a very deep empathizer for people as well. 
Um, I used to be a lot more when I was younger. I was very sensitive. But as I got older, I have more... I don't want to say I have tough skin because I definitely do not. I'm very sensitive still. But um, I'm not as empathetic as I once was. I think because I sometimes I see through people's agenda, I want to say. Because if it's genuine, I have empathy. But if it's not, I don't not have empathy. But at the same time, I try to see other people's point of view of thinking of, okay, well, why are they doing that? And I really try to see this every side of things. And that honestly is just like a growing thing, I think. Because when you're younger, you are so focused on yourself. And then when you get older, you realize, well, wait, maybe people act in a certain way, even if the certain way they're acting is disrespectful, because maybe they don't know any better. Or maybe this is how they've always gotten things done maybe this is how they always succeeded in what they wanted to do so then they just keep doing it and they don't realize what they're doing is wrong um so I just try to see other sides of things and I like I said I'm a forgiver and I'm a people pleaser and if you truly know me like if you are my friends or my sister or my Spencer anyone who knows me well knows me like that's just just who I am um I just, I love to love and I love to, I just don't like, like, confront, confrontation, if that's how you say it. I just don't like that and I don't like feeling like I have bad blood, blood quote unquote, with people. I feel like that's another reason why I just, like, not only, like, forgive and forget or, but I just kind of, like, try to see the best in people because having bad blood with someone really weighs heavy on me and like so once I just forget it like the weight is lifted off my shoulders and I feel better. It's better to, for me to go throughout my life to not have drama or anything with anybody and I'm just I'm the chill one as my dad would say between me and all of my siblings. I have three siblings, an older sister, a younger sister, and a younger brother. Um, and so anyway, my dad always used to say that I am the most chill out of all of my siblings, which I love my siblings so much. And I, if they're listening to this, I'm sorry, but you all know it's true. I am the most chill and like calm, non-confrontational person in my family. I won't say I'm the not most non-confrontational person like in the pl on the planet because I know I'm not. But for the most part, I'm I'm on the chill side of things. And I'm on the people-pleasing side of things too and so I think that's why I'm also shy because sometimes it's better just be quiet and just do your thing and that's it. Um I feel like out of all of the jobs I've had so far, which I've only, I've only had, now I think about it, I've only had three jobs before, which working for my family at the cafe, working in a pharmacy, and working um, a construction job. And those, maybe not so much my the family business thing, because that's just a, that's a different dynamic all of in itself. But with the other two, um, I have always been the one that's just quiet, does your job, don't complain, Nada asks for the bare minimum of things because I don't need much. I will work with what I got. Um, 
and yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so when it comes to working, I just, that's the type of employee I am. I'm just quiet, do what I'm told, don't complain, and then you're done. But, um, but then you get like those coworkers, they just like, they want to talk to you because they're like, what is this, like, what is this girl thinking? Because she doesn't talk. Or if I, when I do start to talk to like newer coworkers, I'll like chime in if they're having a conversation, which might come off rude, but at the same time, if they're having a conversation like in front of me, of course, like I'm going to take that as you can chime in if you want. So I don't know. That's, but that's a tip for you guys. If you're shy, I guess is just kind of like read the room chime in if you want every once in a while obviously don't eavesdrop and chime in but if you're like like sitting at the same table or in the same area where you guys are all kind of facing each other like obviously you're not eavesdropping you can chime in on the conversation so there's a tip for you guys <laughs> I don't know if it'll work it works for me sometimes I guess but yeah um anyway um, this episode, like, I'm not going to be always talking about myself too, by the way. This episode is just kind of like a brief overview, I guess. But I also wanted to talk about being shy because that's just, that's literally who I am. So that's cool. But anyway, see, like I said, putting myself in a box there again, guys, we all need to do our best and you guys need to help me that I don't put myself in a box and say stuff like that. I also want to talk about putting in yourself in a box if you are a mom especially. I know I probably have quite a few moms listening because I'm a mom and most of my friends are moms and if you're not a mom listening I still love you but um as moms I feel like especially if you're a stay-at-home even if you're a working mom shit but especially if you're a stay-at-home mom you just like you suddenly dedicate your life to your your baby or your children or your child and that's not a bad thing you should be but you suddenly forget like what you even enjoy doing um it's like when you when someone asks you oh what are your hobbies and I honestly like want to laugh and cry at the same time I'm like what's a hobby like I play with my kids I make dinner for my kids, I bathe them, I put them to bed, and then they wake me up early. So I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. But, and then if you work, it's like, well, I make sure my kids are dropped off at their daycare or their grandparents' house. I go to work, I pick them up, we eat dinner, we go to bed, we do it all over again. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure the house stays up and clean. And then if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're home almost every day and yet the house is a disaster like you haven't been there for months it's it's honestly really ridiculous and it's hard to find a balance between the two things between like keeping the house clean and being a mom and trying to like not lose your self-identity but somewhere in there your self-identity will be lost um the heart I mean you can try very hard but nine times out of ten you're going to lose your self-identity at one point within the first, like, five years of your child's life. And that's not a, like, I don't think that's a statistic fact, but I think that's a pretty damn good estimate or guess. Um, and then if you deal with any postpartum, 
um, mental health problems, then that will obviously contribute a lot more too. But I think that we can't, as moms, put ourselves in boxes and just say, I'm a mom or I'm a wife. Even if you're a businesswoman, you can't just say, I'm a, oh, I'm a teacher or I'm a businesswoman. You know, we really need to um, remember what we enjoyed doing before or just, you know, keep trying out new things and trying to find new hobbies that you thought you never would have. Um, like me, podcasting apparently is going to be my new hobby. So that's, that's interesting. No, but, um, I love, like, I love photography and I've, I've always, um, loved it, but I have lost a lot of my love for photography ever since I became a mom. And I'm not blaming it on my children. It's not their fault. I think it's just, I don't, give myself the time that I want to like not only go and take photos but to think of creative ideas for photos and to learn more on Photoshop and Lightroom and to invest my time into my hobby. Um, there are plenty of times in your day where you can set aside there are plenty of there are, wait how do I say this? Sorry. There are plenty of minutes in a day to where you can set aside to working on your hobby. Um, and what I've actually found last year too is I actually really love gardening, which is like, sounds so silly, but it's honestly awesome. Um, and I mean like vegetable gardening. I do want to get into more like flowers and plants, but I love my vegetables. And so I'm excited to start my garden again this spring um, once the frost is all said and done but I just want you um, if you're a mom out there to please find something for yourself even if it's making TikTok dance videos or just like silly like doing your hair and makeup every day little things like that like it sounds so mundane and dumb and like like why would I waste my time doing that if I could be doing this this or that but it's like you need to do something to help you just like zone out, relax, and like do something for yourself. And even doing your hair and makeup every day or at least like once a week if you like just commit and say I'm going to be doing my makeup and hair and like get full quote unquote glam every like once once a day or <laughs> once a day, I'm sorry, once a week. Um and then you can just keep going at it and you can even like learn new things. Like I am I have lots of like different ways I can improve when it comes to doing my hair and my doing my makeup. Um, would it be fun? Yeah, I think it would be fun. Um, I'm not like super into it, but I just know people that are. And I know people out there, if you're listening to this, just go do your makeup and hair. I know you'll love it. But anyway, if you're a mom and you're putting in that label and putting yourself in the box, let's take yourself out of that box. Let's remember who you are what you value, what you love to do, things that bring, that boost your serotonin. Even if it's just a fresh glass of lemonade and fresh flowers from the grocery store every week, things like that, that can boost your serotonin, that can help you feel better. Like, I did this for myself and I feel good. Of course, self-care, we'll talk about this in, an ep in another episode about self-care. It can get toxic, of course. But if you're a mom, I know that you aren't giving yourself enough self-care. So go give yourself that care, girl. I'm here for you. I support you. If you need me to watch your kids, I'll probably do it. Um, 
you got to give me some time and we got to work out the logistics. But you need time for yourself and don't forget to ask for help. If you're anyone out there who needs help, not just a mom, please don't forget to ask for help. I think that's one of the most important things that we can all learn. And one of the most important things we all need to remember is to not only ask for help, but offer help. Um, so, yeah. Um, one other thing before I jump off this episode that went in a million different directions, I am very sorry for that, um, is that this podcast will be non-political. I will never bring up politics ever. Um, if I have guests on the show, they are not allowed to bring up politics either. It, even if it's something very important happening in this world that feels like it may need to be addressed, I probably won't address it. And that's not because I don't want to share my opinion on politics. It's just because this space is supposed to be a space for you to escape from all the stuff that you see every day, day in and day out, minute after minute, app after app, channel after channel on your TV and on your radio, everywhere you listen, everywhere you turn. It's politics everywhere. And so this is your one space you can go where we won't be speaking of politics. And we're just going to come here. We're going to relax. We're just going to escape from reality. But really talk about reality and some serious crap. And we'll have some episodes where we might be just like bullshitting. And yeah, so no politics on this podcast. Also, I just want to say, if any family members are listening. I apologize in advance, but this is an explicit language podcast. I don't cuss a whole lot. I mean, sometimes yes, but I am going to try my best to not cuss on this podcast, but I'm not making any promises because it's kind of hard. And so I don't really want to have to go back and edit it out and put a bleep in there. So just so you know, there will be some swearing, cussing on this podcast. Sometimes we will be talking about um, inappropriate things because um, I'm married. So sometimes we'll have some marriage episodes and it might bring up some inappropriate sexual things if you, if you catch my drift, okay? So I just want to say that um, because I just needed to give a disclaimer. Don't listen to the episodes. I'll put a disclaimer in the description to not listen. But I also just needed to address that first and foremost thing on the very first episode. Okay? But I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Please stick around. Give me a beautiful rating and review. Share this on your Insta story. Um, I do not have an Instagram for this podcast yet, so follow me at B underscore R-E-N-N if you aren't already. I'll be posting updates on my personal page until this podcast grows a little bit more. Then I will be making a Instagram. Um, I am also on TikTok, same handle, at B underscore R-E-N-N. That's where you can find me on those two social media um, apps. So anyways, love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. I will see you next week. Bye.